Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's up, y'all? This is Too Real for Radio. I am Paris Digital, your host. If you are new, welcome. Make sure you follow, subscribe, or whatever you gotta do. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. Y'all already know what time it is. Um, This is the first episode of Season 4. I'm gonna try to be more organized this time around, more prepared, more structured with everything that we talk about on here and I actually want this podcast to live up to its name and be too real for radio I feel like I haven't really done that um it's just that this hasn't turned out to be what I wanted it to be like when I first started this podcast last year um back in 2020 I had like this whole vision of what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be mainly, you know, music related. I wanted it to be about different artists talking about different things. But then I thought about like the general audience and what people really want to hear. And, you know, it kind of got off topic with all of that. But I'm letting God guide me through it. And it's coming together. I have a vision for it, a clear vision for it. And I'm not waiting until 2022 to get started. Um, The time I'm recording this is actually October... Um, 21st, y'all gonna hear this on October 23rd. Well, it's gonna drop on October 23rd. I can't control when you actually hear it, cause that's up to you. Anyway, y'all know how this goes. I got my tea, I got my notes, I got a topic. Well, I got more than one topic, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, like, um, I've just been living right lately, like really just getting myself together. I've just been working hard, you know, um, even though I just have my daughter, my life has not stopped. I'm still at home grinding. I'm still doing things. Of course, I'm taking my time to relax and bond with her. But, you know, I'm not just shutting the world out completely because I still got to make my money. You know, I still got to eat. We still got to eat. Um, I also want to say, um, please, please, please make sure y'all subscribe because I'm trying to get some sponsorships going, so I need y'all to subscribe and listen, you know, or, you know, listen to this podcast while y'all washing dishes or something, you know, cleaning your house, or listen to it while you're driving to work or driving home from work, you know, all of that good stuff. I'm not apologizing for any of the noise you hear in the background. You might hear my daughter every now and then. She is getting older. She's not sleeping as much as she used to, and, um... You know, she's she's not really, she's coming out of that newborn phase where they sleep all the time. She's up most of the time. She's very alert. And she's very vocal, just like me. So, that being said, I'm letting y'all know you're going to hear her, but I'm not apologizing because I love her voice. But yeah, I've just been, um like I said, I've just been trying to live right, get myself together. Um, I started doing this thing now on Sundays where I just like relax, I meditate, I don't do any work, I put my phone down. 
I just take care of myself. Like I got really overwhelmed and um, it was necessary. So I think I'm going to do that every Sunday because like it was a natural high. Like I had, I sat there, I had some herbal tea, I did some deep breathing and I just sat there in silence and it was like a natural high. Like I went to sleep and I started just thinking about everything around me. Like, you know, the air coming out of the vent, little things, like little things you don't really notice on a regular day. But yeah, it's herbal tea. I, I love herbal tea. Like I got into it while I was pregnant and, um, cause I couldn't drink coffee. So I was drinking herbal tea and I love it. Like this is my go-to when I'm stressed out, when I'm tired, when I wake up, like my day is not right unless I have my herbal tea. I don't even know if I like coffee anymore. Okay, I do like coffee still, but still, you know, herbal tea is like my shit right now. All right, so I started watching um, Sweet Life Los Angeles this week. I actually finished watching. I was kind of binge watching in a way. It's um, I know I watched it because I think it was produced or directed one or the other by Issa Rae and I love everything Issa Rae does I started watching Issa Rae when I started um watching Insecure and then I was watching um the Black Lady Sketch Show but I like her work um I watched some few other things I really like her work so anytime I see Issa Rae name on it I'm watching it I'm subscribing to that it is what it is um it's, it's just something about how she has the actual depiction and actual um perspectives of modern day young black women it's very relatable like all of it you know you get tired of honestly I got tired of Tyler Perry and a few other um black writers their depiction of the old-fashioned black woman always angry and looking for a man type stuff type shit so you know, this was very um accurate and modern, and I I love it. Well, not um Sweet Life Los Angeles. I like Issa Rae's work. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and start talking about um Sweet Life Los Angeles. That's not what this episode's about, but um this is pretty much where I got my topic from. Um, first of all, all the guys on there seem kind of fuckboyish to me. That was the first thing I noticed. Um. It was just, I don't know. It was just like a lot of the stuff they were saying and doing was extra as fuck and uncalled for. And it's like, it's pretty much, if you if you don't watch the show, it's about this group of friends. Um, most of them are all, well, most of them are all of them. They're very, um, they have their own businesses. They're entrepreneurs. They're growing and they're just living their life. And then it's like within this group of friends, there are couples. So I think it's like six couples, three couples three or four couples and then a couple of the friends are single but they're talking to someone in the friend group um yeah it was just uh lord two people i can't stand on this show would not stand on this show but two people that got on my nerves were jordan and brie i think it was jordan and brie they got on my nerves and so did pj and what's her name was her name becky yeah, PJ and Becky, like they, those, those four got on my nerves. Okay, like, okay, so it was like I guess with Becky, right? Becky liked PJ. PJ, 
Um, I guess he wanted, he liked, I guess he liked um, Becky. It, it was just so much. It's like, and Becky didn't want to talk to him at first because she knew she messed with one of his friends before. But, you know, after seeing him with another girl, she was like, oh, why are you bringing her around? But you know I like you. And he was like, oh, for real? <sighs> and then it ends up, they stop talking to each other. It's just so, like, this show is just so, I'm sorry. I had, I, mm, I don't see how people be doing it. I'm just glad I'm out of the dating game. Okay, because it's just messy these days. But um, one thing I noticed was a pattern in this show. Um, they were all. It was always with with Jordan specifically. He used this excuse of, "Oh, I'm focusing on my business, my career." Was it Jordan? It might have been PJ. I don't know. It was a couple of guys that did this on the show. They were all like, "Oh, I'm focusing on my career, my business. So I don't really have time to be dating." Not saying you have to date. If you're fine with being single, that's perfectly fine. But don't use your career and your business as an excuse not to fuck with somebody. Like, if you're just not going to fuck with me, say that. You know, it's so sickening because you're not working 24-7, even if you have your own business, okay? And I'm not saying, I'm I'm notorious for, oh, well, I got to do this, I got to do that. But my thing is, I... Actually, um, you know, I tell people, hey, I'm not available this day, but let's plan something. Let's pick a day where I am available and you are available, you know. That's the thing. And these people are like, oh, well, you know, I'm interested in you. Oh, well, I'm, I'm focusing on my business right now. Okay, so what the fuck does that have to do with me being interested in you? That's how I see it, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with giving somebody an hour of your time in a week. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm not I'm not asking you to quit your job for me. I'm not asking you to to stop focusing on your business. Like that's the thing. Like y'all don't understand like talking to somebody does not mean you're not focusing on yourself. I don't understand and it's mainly guys that do this. I know some women do this too, but I notice it's mainly guys do this. Like why do you feel like another person is going to distract you? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you are entitled to your focus, of course, but, you know, you stressed out all the time, this and the third, and you would need something to escape to. You know, y'all men like depression and stress, and working is very stressful, no matter what the business is, you know? And it's it, it's nice to have a friend. It doesn't have to be a... Um, a significant other or a boyfriend or girlfriend. It could be just a homie that you just go chill with, you know? And it's like, just, you don't have to allow other people to distract you. Why are other people distractions? Like, how does that work? It's like, you don't, that doesn't make sense to me because it's like you have your time for work and then you have your time for leisure. And y'all men don't know how to balance that. Is that what y'all saying? Y'all don't know how to balance leisure and business and work? Something wrong with y'all on that end. But anyway, what caught my attention on this um one episode was um I guess one of the young men on the show has a podcast and he had a couple of the guys sitting around they were all discussing mental health and black men with mental um black men and mental health and um 
you know, how hard they work and all this other stuff. And I guess um, one of the gentlemen, it was um, Jordan, I believe. He has a clothing line. And I guess how he started his clothing line, he started with his mother. His mother had a job already. She was, um, she had a good job. And I guess from there, they went on to start the biz- their business. So during the podcast episode they were recording, they were talking about how, you know, um, some people um, struggle differently and how... Um, you know, they were telling Jordan, they were like, you know, you had your mom help you. And out of nowhere, he jumps to defense and he was all like, oh, but I had to work for it, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, pretty much justifying why he still struggled, pretty much. He was talking about, you know, he had to work for it. His father wasn't really around and all this other stuff. And they were like, okay, but, you know, and it got it got out of hand and he left, blah, blah, blah. Anyway... It's just what caught, and I think he he did, he did discuss it with his mother. His mom was like, they weren't trying to, you know, belittle you by saying that because his mom was like, I did work and I did have another job. This is true. You know, he was just saying you need to acknowledge your blessings or whatever. What I'm tired of is black people glorifying, struggling, and belittling people who are well-off already or who grew up in a well-off family, a financially well-off family or environment. Because it's like, we don't have to struggle. Why would you want to struggle? And then it's like, you know, you got some people who didn't come up, who didn't have the opportunity, certain opportunities and didn't have access to certain things, you know? And it's like, you sit there and I, I experienced this myself, like, because I have, I have family who my parents were, um, you know, they, they provided for us, for me and my siblings, and we were very well taken care of growing up. So you got some people who didn't grow up with certain things, access to certain things. And, you know, they, and you look at people who did and you call them privileged. And it's like, sometimes it's not privileged. Like to me, I don't think I was privileged because my parents still taught me to work and earn things, you know? And it's like, what is privileged? Let me look that up. What do we call privileged? Cause it's like, to me, I don't think, you know, some people would look at me and they'd be like, Oh, you were privileged, silver spoon, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why? Cause my parents actually took care of me. My parents actually, you know, got their shit together and worked and provided for their children because that's what they're supposed to do. You know, let me see here. Let me look up privileged. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, so the definition of privilege is having or enjoying one or more privileges, privileged classes. Number two, not subject to the usual rules or penalties because of some special circumstances, especially not to subject to disclosure in a court of law, a privileged communication. Okay, that's what the definition says. So pretty much you're saying, you know, someone who is exception to the rules, exception to the normal things. You know, and I feel like, okay, I wasn't privileged. I was taken care of, but I wasn't privileged in a way. And still, it's like, what's wrong with being privileged? You know, what's wrong? You know, y'all sit here and glamorize struggling. And what sucks is like, 
y'all glamorize struggling, but y'all want to work to get to where people who y'all want to work to get to a financial stable life and environment lifestyle. And y'all put down people who are already there. Why the fuck do we do that? That's just sick and stupid. And now it's like a good example would be, okay, you got all these people out here. You got some people who, um, who do things like they sell drugs because they can't get a job or they want them fast money or whatever, or they're in a situation where they don't have a choice. Right. And then you got somebody else who, um, has, other opportunities and other resources, but because we glamorize struggling so much, now this person who has access to those resources, now they want to go through this struggle. We don't have to struggle. It's okay to be well off. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. Can we stop glamorizing this shit? Okay. And I'm not trying to put down people who do have to go through, um, you know, who do have to go through rough patches and difficult times in their life. I'm not putting y'all down. Y'all got to do what y'all got to do. It's your life. But can we stop putting down the people who don't have to, you know, um, who don't have to go through certain things, you know, people who have parents who have good jobs and are providing for them like they're supposed to. And the people who are able to go to college, people who have parents who buy them cars at a young age, can we stop putting those people down? Because that's what the fuck your parents are supposed to do. They supposed to fucking take care of you. Okay. I can't stand here and grown people sit there and tell their kids, Oh, if you want a car, you got to buy it. Bitch. If you can't fucking afford the car, just say that. Just fucking say that shit. You know, you ain't got it. Why the fuck? And y'all wonder why these kids be acting grown. Cause y'all give these kids grown responsibilities. These turn be 15, 16 years old, buying their own car, helping pay rent, helping you with your light bill. That is not your child's job. That's not normal. If you want to teach your child responsibility, there are other ways, but it's not normal to give your child adult responsibilities. That's not normal. And y'all wonder why these kids act so grown. And don't listen to nobody because they don't have to because they make their own money and they are paying bills because they raising themselves. I understand it's not easy being a single parent and all this other shit. I understand maybe your job isn't paying enough. The cost of living is going up, all that other shit. But it's not your child's responsibility. You are a parent. You are supposed to provide. You, that's called, that's why it's called parents. And you wonder why your kids think you, you a friend. Cause you treat them like a fucking roommate. You don't treat them like a child. You treat them like a roommate. As a parent, it's your job to provide. Okay. It's your job to keep a roof over their head, keep them warm, keep them fed. That is your job because you are a parent. Just because they get old enough to work does not mean that changes. They are still a child. They don't have to work. They can, but they don't have to work because they're a child. 16 is still a child. 17 is still a child. Regardless what the legal age of consent is, they are considered an adult at 18. It's one thing when they're 18 and you tell them, hey, go buy your own car. But I'm not going to tell a 15, 16-year-old child to go buy their own car. I'm not going to tell a 15, 16-year-old to pay, to come up with half of the rent. I'm not going to tell a 15-year-old to to contribute to the light bill and the water bill. That don't make no sense to me. 
It really doesn't. Something is wrong with y'all. You know, and, and what's messed up is how some single mothers, not all, some single mothers treat their kid, treat their sons like spouses. Stop expecting your son to provide for you. That's another thing right there. Stop expecting your son to provide. Your son is not your husband. Your son is your son. Stop letting your son think he's the man of the house. He's your fucking son. He's a child. You want a man of the house, go get a man. You know, shout out to the single mothers who are providing and are treating their children like children and who are making a way for all their kids. Shout out to y'all. But, you know, it's not normal. That shit's not fucking normal, you know. Hard work is hard work. But, you know, it's it's... That's kind of where we kind of start off at. And it's also, like, back to my regular topic of struggling. Like, we don't have to struggle. It's okay to not struggle. Stop glamorizing it because now y'all got these people who don't live a certain lifestyle pretending to live a rough lifestyle that they don't usually live. It's not, we, we don't have to live a certain way. Why are we stuck on this thing where we feel like we're supposed to struggle? And people who don't struggle, who don't go through the struggle, they're trying to justify how they still struggled in a way. Let me tell y'all something about me. It hasn't always been easy for me. I wasn't handed everything. I wasn't... You know, I didn't grow up rich, okay? I'd say my family would be middle class, maybe. Um, But I didn't grow up rich and, and had everything handed to me and all this other shit. My parents worked hard. They taught me to value hard work. I didn't get my first job until I was 20, but I was applying for jobs since I was 14, it's just God didn't have it in, in my path to work a job until I was 20 years old. But growing up through high school, I didn't have to, um, I didn't have to work. I went to school. I went home. I went to a good school. I went to a math and science school in my city. I graduated. I was an honor student. I studied engineering. I, I did good. I was a good student. I was, um, I was a good ch- I was a good child. Regardless of what my parents say, I was actually a good child. I didn't do drugs. I mean, I partied a lot. But what teenager doesn't, you know? And it's like I didn't I didn't do drugs. I wasn't around a whole bunch of guys. I think I had one boyfriend um in high school. I did cheat on him a couple times cuz I didn't really fuck with him like that. But you know, um, well that, and I kind of have this weird thing with commitment, but that's another story. That's another episode. But you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't one of those girls who was always around a bunch of guys, um, being fast and shit. I had male friends, but that's because like my personality, a lot of women don't, a lot of girls didn't really get along with me. Like they didn't want to fight me, but it's like they get around me and they're like, Oh, okay, whatever. You're weird. I was kind of weird to them pretty much, but um, yeah, I didn't do drugs. I wasn't in a gang. I, um, you know, I did rap, I produced, and I never cl- claimed to be hood. I never claimed to be, um, anything, whatever you want to perceive of me. 
I never claimed to be any of that. I was just me. You know, I was just, I was just cool. I was just chilling. I, I, I like the party. I'm not gonna lie. I did start drinking, but I didn't get like, you know, blackout wasted every seven days of the week. I probably would like come home drunk enough to pretend to be sober, but I didn't drink. I didn't start smoking till probably my senior year. Cause I was, um, I was born with a heart issue and I was kind of afraid of it resurfacing if I started smoking, but you know, I was a good kid overall. I wasn't disrespectful towards my parents. I didn't stay out all crazy times every night. I think like on Friday and Saturday nights when I would go out with my friends, I think the latest I would come home would be like two or three o'clock in the morning, but I wasn't staying out overnight and coming back the next day. Well, I guess that was the next day, but I wasn't coming back like gone for days at a time. I didn't do a lot. I made good grades and I, when I worked hard and I earned the chance to go out and have fun, that's, that's how, what I had. And that's how it is. My mom did buy a car, um, for me when I was 16 but I didn't know how to drive. They bought me a car, but I didn't know how to drive. And then they got mad because I failed the driving test six times, five times. I'm sorry. I passed the sixth time. You know, they get mad at that, but it's like, y'all didn't teach me how to drive. Y'all just threw me in a car and took me to the DMV just because I was 16. My sister ended up getting that car first. And then they bought another car when she got in an accident. I got my license and I ended up with that car because my sister was away in college. They bought another car for my sister and um i had that car up until last year this was let me see i got that car back in 2015 and i had it up until last year when i got in, um stuck in a flood downtown charleston and i ended up getting my new vehicle that i have now well it's not new but you know it works and i love it but yeah um that was my life well, in college, I did um, go through some difficult things, but like I said, that was college. I'm not going to discuss that on the air, but that was college. That was me dealing with life and going through different things and get preparing for the journey that I'm on now. That's, that's how I see it, you know, but you know, I didn't have to pretend to be something I'm not. And that's why so many people respected me, you know, that's why people who I guess I attracted a certain type of men who lived that lifestyle because they respected how honest and real I am I didn't pretend to do anything or be anything that I'm not I'm always I've always been upfront about everything you know but you know I um where was I going with this yeah, I, I never had to pretend anything. And it's like, we don't have to do that. Y'all don't have to pretend to live a life y'all don't really live. You know? Um, I'm sorry, I got distracted just now. But it's it's cool. Like, let's normalize having a normal life. Let's normalize black people living a normal life. You know, you y'all sit here and talk about how other races um, have different things and, but we don't, that's because we don't try to do it. We were sitting here waiting for somebody to hand it to us. Let's open up our own opportunities. Let's stop suffering and watching our children suffer because we suffered. That's not our kid's fault. 
Our children don't have to go through what we went through. It's not called for. I understand learning to work hard helps build character and shit, but damn, like, if there's an easier way, let them have it. You know, I get so sick of hearing people talk about, well, I went through this as a kid, so you gotta go through it. No, they don't. You had a problem with the way you came up. You take that up with your fucking parents. Don't take that up with your child. Your child was not there. That ain't got nothing to do with them. I am not going to make my child go through certain things because that's what I went through. Why should my child deserve to suffer and feel the pain I felt? I don't ever want my daughter to ever feel anything I've ever felt in life. Especially as a young adult in my early, in my late teens and early 20s. Or the way I felt my whole entire life, the way I felt about myself, I don't want her to ever feel like that. And it's it's a shame we sit here and take this pain out on the pain we have. We take it out on the next generation instead of go back and discuss these things. And this is a problem black people have, not just black people, people in general. This is a problem we have with a lot of shit. That's a different topic. Like even even in Greek life, like college life, everything. Like that's that's a whole topic right there. But it's, it's sick, man. Can we stop glorifying struggling? We don't have to struggle. It's okay to not struggle. Struggling is not normal. That's why it's called struggling. Because struggling, let me look that word up so I could talk to y'all about that. Let's see here. Struggle. Make forceful or violent efforts to get free of restraint or constriction. That is the verb definition. Here is the noun definition. A forceful or violent effort to get free of a restraint or resist attack. I'm going to read this again to y'all. Struggle. Make force. Hold on. Let me read that again. I messed that up. Make forceful or violent efforts to get free of restraint or constriction. A forceful or violent effort to get free of restraint or resist attack. And they use it in a sentence. Before she could struggle, he lifted her up. There were signs of a struggle and there was a lot of blood around. I'm going to read this. I don't think y'all hearing this. I'm going to read this one more time. Make forceful or violent efforts to get free of restraint or constriction. Y'all hear that? Free of restraint or constriction. Restraint or constriction. That means you are trying to make an effort to get out of a limited situation. That is what struggle means. Okay? Why do we want to be in a restrained or constricted situation? Why do we want that so bad? We don't have to struggle. And I tell I tell people that all the time. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to be in a restrained and constricted situation. You don't have to be there. Especially in sometimes when you put yourself in that situation. When there's another way out and you just won't take it, you are forcing yourself to be in a restrained and constricted situation. Why? Why do you want that? Why do you want to be uncomfortable? Why do you want to suffer? Why do you want that? 
We shouldn't have to want that. We shouldn't want that. We've been going through, and I'm not even going to bring up slavery because this is beyond slavery. This this is just, we don't have to go through. We're so used to trauma and pain that we are comfortable in constrained and restriction. Restricted areas, restricted places, restricted situations. We're comfortable in that. And we shouldn't be. That's not normal. Making forceful or violent efforts. Okay? And it doesn't have to be violent, but making forceful efforts. That's why it's called struggling, because you're trying so hard. You're forcing your way through a restrained and constricted situation or constricted life. Okay? Why do we want that? We don't have to want that. If you didn't have anything to restrain you or constrict you in life, that's okay. Because that that's it's it's okay to not be restrained or constricted. It's okay. Nobody will be mad at you. I mean, it might seem like people are mad at you, but they're not mad at you. They're mad at the fact that they didn't have what you had. That's all it is, and that's not your fault, and that's not their fault. Okay, like, and I say that specifically to these young kids. It's not your fault that your parents are providing for you and doing what they're supposed to do, and it's not another child's fault. And, and people who are who are struggling, it's not your fault that you are in the situation you're in. Hopefully, it's not your fault. If you are a child, it's not your fault. If you are a grown adult, hopefully, it's not your fault. Hopefully, it's not your fault. Hopefully, you are in a situation that you did not have control over, but you are working your way to get out of it. Hopefully. But, you know, it's don't take... You can't help the way somebody else grew up, and you can't help the way you grew up. And I, and I want people to know it's okay to not have struggled. Okay, and let's stop saying, let's stop with this shit right here. This is what we need to stop doing. When we grew up in a stable environment, in a well-off, a financially, or stable in any way, when we grow up in a stable environment, end up in a good job, and in a good home on our own, and, and doing good for ourselves at the end, when we end up in a stable environment and then grow up to be in a well-off situation. And we can, we're sitting with our counterparts and our peers who did not have the access to resources that we had in um, what they call privileges to what we had, to what another person had or we had. We shouldn't have to worry about sitting there talking to them about our past and our life and then go with but I still struggled we shouldn't have to do that shit and then we have to go back and think of something that was difficult for us like um in the in the show uh Sweet Life Los Angeles they were talking about how his mom had a good job and that's why he was able to start his business he had to go well my father wasn't around he shouldn't have had to do that you ain't got to explain your life to no fucking body, number one. You know, it's like, can we just, it's okay to not struggle. 
I'm not saying we all don't, we're not saying some people don't go through anything. We all have had our journeys in life and had to face different things, but we don't need to remind ourselves that every time somebody brings up our life. Okay. Everybody's life is different. Everybody's story is different. Everybody's path and purpose is different. And because your purpose is a little different than someone else's, it doesn't make them any less stronger or hardworking than you. It just means God took your life and God took a certain path and certain situations to mold you in a way they didn't have to mold this other person. Let me tell y'all something. Me, I'm business savvy. Well, I wouldn't say I'm business savvy, but I know how to handle business and I know how to take care of my shit. I know how to make phone calls and call certain places. I know how to coordinate to set up an event, right? I know how to do that. But I know people who struggled and don't even know how to call customer service. Shit like that, you know? So it's like different situations mold you differently. I grew up, my mom, even regardless of how I grew up, I remember when I was little and I wanted to buy a toy and I asked my mom how much did the toy cost. We didn't know. We didn't see the price. My mother sent me to an employee. She stood there and she said, go ask that person how much it costs. She made me go do the talking myself. She made all of us do that. And that's the thing. Like we were, I was still brought up and taught to work for things. I was still brought up and taught to speak for myself. Okay. And it's, and I'm not sitting here justifying the struggle. I'm just saying just because I grew up in a well-off environment doesn't mean I was taught. I was not taught to work for anything. And that's where y'all got it fucked up. I think that's the problem. That is why y'all glorify struggling because you think that is the only way to actually work. You think just because somebody else didn't struggle that they didn't work for anything. And that's where y'all got it figgy fucked up. Why did I say that just now? I don't know. But that's where y'all got it messed up. Just because somebody, um, you know, I still had to work for everything I have. Just because somebody has family that care about them and work for them and not work for them, but care about them and work to help them out does not mean that they don't value hard work. It doesn't mean that they're any less important or any that they're not worth anything. It's just y'all are so bent on wanting to struggle. And it's like just because you struggled and got to where you are doesn't mean it's you're any more important or you're valued more than someone who didn't have to go through what you went through. Okay, that's y'all just gotta. I don't know, man. I don't know what y'all y'all just gotta learn that everybody's life is different. Okay, and it's okay. I'm sorry if I'm talking in circles, but that's the truth. Like, we don't have to struggle, okay? It's 2021. What are we struggling for? I'm not, I'm just saying, like, there's so many different opportunities and different things going on. And I want to get into this other topic somewhere else in another time. But I don't want to hear this, well, my mom was a single mother shit. That, I don't, I'm not, it's, it's after a certain time, you can't really buy that shit no more, like. Certain, I mean, not saying it doesn't, it is a different situation, but 
there's there are ways out. This ain't the nineties. We have more resources. We have more ways to make money. We have different things to do. We don't have a reason to struggle. I'm not gonna lie, it's been a difficult year for me. But I didn't give up. I didn't just sit there and say I'm struggling right now and all this other shit. I've still worked. I still busted my ass one way or a fucking other. I did what I could. Yeah, I had to get some help, but I did what I could do. And now I'm in a position where I can get back up and I'm going to fucking do it. I'm not about to see and have my child struggling just for the fuck of it. You know? Why would I want my child to do go through that? That's my thing. It's not called for. You don't have to struggle. That's just why. What's wrong with y'all, man? Ugh. Anyway, I'm gonna end this podcast with um Okay, so the tea that I've been drinking, it's pretty much got like little notes on the little strings of the tea bag. And it's got like really nice quotes on it. So I'm going to read the quote on my tea bag. It says, um, celebrate your success and failures. Both require great courage. Yes. Rather you succeed or fail, you it took the nerve to get up and do it. And don't forget it, y'all. Stay strong. Keep working hard, regardless of your rather, regardless of how easy or how hard it is for you to do something, keep working, don't give up, you know, and don't let anybody ever make you think the way your life is, is not correct or invalid, okay? If you're not struggling, it's okay, okay? If you are struggling, you will get through it. Okay, I don't that's the thing. I don't want nobody to take what I said out of context. I'm not talking down on people who are struggling and I'm not like glorifying not struggling. I'm not trying to sit here and brag about my life and put down people who didn't come up the way I did. But, you know, I do want to say it's okay. However you lived, it's okay. We don't have to we need to find other ways to bond besides struggling. Can we do that? All right. So yeah, thanks y'all for listening. Um, I appreciate y'all listening this far. Hope we do better with season four. I really do want to have more guests on here. I know I keep saying it, but I'm really gonna get more guests on here one way or another. Watch me. Um, thanks y'all for listening. If you are um not subscribed or following Two Real Four Radio, please make sure you do. Follow 2 Real 4 Radio on Instagram. Also follow the company Vibe Major 843. Y'all can get at me there. Or um, Also follow my personal Instagram, Paris Digital 100. I mean, it's not personal, but it's my my Instagram versus my company's Instagram, you know. Um, all that good stuff. If you are a returning listener, thank you. Y'all already know how I am. Yeah, so let's get it in. Y'all have a great day, great night, whatever y'all got going on. And keep it real.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 